Butterfly Soul Life Coaching School podcast. This is Gemma, Manifestation Coach, and in today's episode, I want to talk about how we can deeply feel a oneness with all the people and all animals and all things around us, nature and butterflies. our imagination a little bit to tap into it well either way whether we are using our imagination to feel connected or whether we are using our imagination to feel separate either way it's the imagination so people who are imagining what I'm saying is realistic is the same as people who imagine it is unrealistic they're still using their imagination to choose that it's unrealistic you see The imagination is the common denominator. The mind, the thinking, is the common denominator in this. Or choose to do something negative. So anyone who's choosing negative things to imagine and think about, that is their choice. And anyone who's choosing separation and choosing to view the world from otherness, like I'm a separate other person, over here, I'm a separate ego, and that's how I'm viewing everyone and everything. That's just a perception in the imagination. It's just one option. And sometimes we need that option. You know, sometimes we do need to separate ourselves and set healthy boundaries. But open yourself up to really feel others and to feel. objects in the sky that are far away and separate from you which is not as fun <laughs> so the point of this podcast episode is to invite you into a new reality where you can feel and sense things deeply and I think it's way more fun to feel it is to see them as separate objects outside of me and everything else, the sky, everything. I feel it inside me. This appearance inside of my consciousness, so it is one with me. It gives me the power to transform anything that is in my consciousness, because if I'm seeing it that way, I can also choose to change. So this is how we change the world, you know? This is how we actually can change the world into a more loving, positive place, and a more honest place. Loving is speaking the truth and standing up for yourself. Is sweeping issues under the rug and being quiet about things. For anyone who (laughs) has a a definition of love to be something that is always nice because love is also the truth whether rather than being quiet and just sweeping something under the rug that's not really honest about this that I want to get this message across 
to feel like you can feel insights with them connection where you feel that oneness with someone any of it right it's just all accept it it is what it is you also know anything is possible this is magic if you can apply this to the people in your life the animals your pets you know you can feel your pets energy you can feel what they're thinking and feeling Are behind all of that, but you can have this connection with them and you can create this connection with them where they do become more like human beings because you can feel what they feel. And then you you kind of create that experience with them. They're next to you, they're your companion because they respond to how you feel, you know, if you notice that your pets they usually can pick up on how you feel because they're in that realm of just presence and being. So anyways, I want to invite this in to just the difference between the state that you're in, right? You can be in a state of separation, of viewing other people as separate from you. You can view animals as separate from you. And you can feel really alone, like that they don't know you. They don't know what you feel. They don't know what you think. They don't know what's going on inside of you. And you can create this feeling, this feelings too, where you think you're alone. No one understands you. No one knows what you're thinking. No one knows what you're feeling. And I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of humans aren't present. Like, But that doesn't mean you can't feel it with them, and it doesn't mean you can't attract some people, at least, who will be able to do that with you. (laughs) Even if it's just one person, (laughs) that's a win. And you can also intend to keep manifesting new people's consciousness starts waking up to this. Take some time with people who are really in really believing in their separate individual momentum behind separate their separateness their otherness usually a trauma that needs to be healed and, and lots of things that need to be looked at to really come into a state of oneness with themselves and others the reason the world is the way it is because a lot of people are living in trauma and survival mode they're not able to just be present and feel right one of the defense mechanisms of trauma is to just cut ourselves off from our feelings that's a survival mechanism because think about it if you don't have to feel the pain of the things going on around you then chances at survival 
and all the pain, then you're going to get left behind by the people around you who decide in the pain we're pushing through it and we're continuing to cause more pain or whatever right continuing to be unconscious continuing to choose I want to give compassion to people who are in these realities because sometimes you don't know how bad it is for certain people you know we don't know what people have been through that they're dealing with the layers of pain that they're dealing with you don't really know need to give people compassion and grace and we can always pray the chance that a supernatural healing can take place in a traumatized person chance healing can take place we of how trauma works in the world think about it you know of course nervous system we don't feel emotionally safe around people that usually our family system the people we grew up in the first let's say age zero to seven very formative for our nervous system and our emotional body and how we how safe we are expressing our feelings our true feelings and how unsafe we are expressing our true feelings. You know, what are we allowed to express in our family system from age zero to seven? If you think about yourself, you know, you can do healings on yourself. I remember when I did this healing on my infant self one time, it just came to me like, God showed me I needed to do a healing on my infant self because there was like an energy block there. So, you know, you can do a healing on your infant self if you're feeling called to that, you can do a healing on your toddler self. Um, yeah, because most likely our parents were busy, weren't present enough with our emotions. They weren't present enough with their own emotions. And so we just, with, and we have to separate ourselves from our own feelings. <laughs> okay, do you see how that's a problem? You separate yourself from your own genuine feelings. Then you feel separate from everything else. You get it? Because your inner world, the inner world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you're creating separation inside your own inner world, between you and your own emotions, between you and your own thoughts, what you really think. Like, I remember when I wasn't even aware of what I was really thinking, you know? Like, I used to think about my, like, I was more in the conscious mind, right? I lived in that realm of the conscious mind and the outer world, conscious mind and the outer world. That's where I lived. Until I did a lot of inward seeking. Inward. 
enough time in solitude, a lot of alone time, a lot of, a lot of time going inward to my source, to myself. All these layers of separation, right? As I was studying non-duality, structures world and from other people so and I don't I don't want to confuse you like of course yes you are severed from other people in a sense they're in their body yeah okay of course but there's also this layer of experience where there's oneness in the pure consciousness realm. And the pure realm and the pure imaginal realm, right? Everyone has a mind. There's one mind. Donation at the absolute level. Absolute level. That is an interesting concept. I don't think I've thought of that one before. <laughs> so both that there's you know of course you have your individual karma your individual mind your individual feelings clear layers of trauma which create separation feeling separate trauma creates uh, putting up walls to create separation between self and other to protect ourselves from having to feel negative emotions. You need to reclaim your negative emotions because you need to If you are someone who's never angry, <laughs> you need to reclaim your anger. Anger is a valid response in necessary situations which come up in our reality now maybe we don't always express our anger in unhealthy ways i think there's a, a healthy way to express your anger and just be honest about your feeling anger right anger in that moment okay it's okay to be honest about what you really feel Be transparent with you what you really feel. Okay? What I was saying is reclaiming your anger. We're, I didn't realize I was going to talk about this, but this is a really good subject, especially for people who have felt guilty because they think it's bad. The purpose, right? Anger is important for setting boundaries. Anger is important to know your, to know your boundaries like sometimes we don't know what our boundaries are but anger is a feeling that comes up when our boundaries are being crossed so it's a, it's a teacher okay. you're crossing your own boundary which then you manifest the reflection of someone crossing your boundary in the outer world because you crossed your own boundary inside 
when you listen to your boundaries. You need to listen to your own boundaries. You don't know your boundaries, probably. Like, you probably don't know your boundaries with your conscious mind because your boundaries are something, they're somatic sense, you know? Your boundaries are something you feel inside. And you don't always know because you also don't even know what's going to happen in the outer world. You don't know what you're, what's going to be like tomorrow. You don't know everything that's going to happen tomorrow. That's a crazy thought anyways, by the way, isn't it? Like, I feel like we live thinking we know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't. Like, degree of control over that, of course. And if you're deliberately manifesting, you're deliberately using your mindset. But still, God always works in mysterious ways. Factors. Control. Exercise as much deliberate control over our own inner world as possible to create the best possible outcomes. But there still will be these elements of our reality that are surprising and unexpected. So, I mean, first of all, let's intend that those are happy surprises. <laughs> but, you know, intend for the best, but be able to yes reincorporate your use your anger as something that is helping you to set boundaries sometimes you don't you don't always need to communicate your boundaries to other people you know like yes you can if you want to and if you think it's necessary for the situation but you know when you're manifesting clear in yourself about what your boundaries are and you're not going across them. I think sometimes we start explaining our boundaries to people when we're afraid that we're going to cross our own boundaries. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> so we want to, we want them to help us. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having people who are close to us, you know, remind us of things that are helpful. ultimate creator of your reality so you're gonna have to take the ultimate responsibility of setting your own boundaries but you want to set boundaries more the more important place to set boundaries is just between you and you your own sent felt sense of what you're gonna allow in and what you're gonna reject do that by listening to your body you don't always know what you are. You are, um, or reject. It's also the mystery of the moment, like being in tune with yourself somatically and being in tune with the present moment. You kind of get guided, like the Holy Spirit guides you on what to do in the moment. But isn't it funny? I feel like. What your boundaries are at all times or whatever. Well, an outline or some some notes in your journal you can go back to and look at. But at the same time, it's like life is an experiment. <laughs> it's happening now, and. 
So it's like listening, being able to listen to your body in the moment, being able to in the moment, intuitively in the moment. There's a lot of talk out there in the world about don't listen to your feelings. <laughs> Everything. And if you're not listening to your feelings, then you're listening to your, your mind, right? And so what makes you think your mind knows more than your feelings? Like who told you? Information. You know, if you're not listening to the information of the feelings, out on a whole chunk of reality. A lot of people are doing that. <laughs> Feeling intelligence, intelligence and mental intelligence, you know, it's best to have both, but I mean, there's something really magical about somatic emotional intelligence. In my experience, when I live in that, in that connection with my own body and my own feelings, and I listen to the feelings that I get people's energy right and so that may not be rational right because out in the world we should be polite and we should um basically override our own feelings to please others that's where that whole don't trust your feelings talk comes in because that's the people who say that because they want they want to be able to control you based off of what they think you should do or what they think is right Okay, boom, we just solved that. Uh, that I just channeled because I haven't even thought that before. Really good point. Um, if you think about it, why do people say that? Don't don't listen to your feelings? Don't listen to your body? cut themselves off from their own feelings because of their own trauma. Else, don't listen to your feelings. Listen to your feelings. And once you heal layers of your own trauma and reconnect with your emotional body and reclaim your emotional body, reclaim your somatic body, feels, you know, we work with more presence. We're not going to be in a rush all the time. If you're always in a rush, you're skipping over what you moment of slowing the F down to this from doing meditation retreats. Of course, to do nothing, right? You're just sitting there in meditation. <laughs> So the, the more you meditate also, or if you, it's best to do meditation retreats with other people and a teacher, in my opinion, unless you're like total yogi style, like down for the solo meditation in solitude. It's really, or have groups as well. I'm glad we uncovered that tonight because that's really important. Really big issue. 
here in the world telling people not to listen to their feelings. Very, um, listen to our feelings. We gotta get things done. And the thing is that that's not living in alignment with your truth. Alignment with what here, what is really happening. <laughs> it's not the truth. So yeah. Same with every other human being in your life and on the planet. So as we interact with other human beings, it's our thoughts and our feelings that are combining to create these experiences together, right? <laughs> deliberate control over that, the more you have deliberate control over your own thoughts and feelings. Amen. Can I get an amen? Ooh, that is so good. And the podcast here, I hope this enlightened you. I hope it awakens your. I hope it awakens your spiritual body. I hope it awakens your mind. See you in the next episode. Ciao for now.